As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already a know. podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey, history enthusiasts. You get not one, but two events in history today. Heads up that you also might hear two different hosts, me and Tracy V. Wilson. With that said, on with the show. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's September 19th. Utzi the Iceman was discovered on this day in 1991. Two German hikers found him. Their names were Erika and Helmut Simon. They were hiking in the Alps near the border of Austria and Italy, and they walked past this gully that was full of mostly melted snow. They saw something there that they thought was trash, but when they looked a little closer, they realized it was a body. They took a picture and they went to report it to the authorities because they thought this was somebody who was recently deceased, somebody who had been murdered or had accidentally died getting lost in the mountains not long ago. Authorities came the next day to try to drill the remains out of the ice because his upper body was exposed, but his lower body was just encased. And because everybody thought this was a recent victim of some kind of accident or violence, There weren't any archaeologists on the scene, and the attempts to remove the body were pretty rushed because of this incoming bad weather. So along the way, they inadvertently damaged it, not realizing that what they were looking at was an archaeological find and not a recent murder victim. They did start to get some clues that maybe this body was really old. There was an axe nearby that was removed from the scene and was definitely not a modern tool. 
And also, as they started to get more of a look at his clothing and the material around him, it seemed odd and out of place in the modern world. The body was finally recovered on September 23rd, along with pieces of string and hide and leather and other materials. While there was no archaeological oversight to the removal, it was filmed by the Innsbruck University Institute of Forensic Medicine. The body and the axe and the recovered materials were all sent for analysis, but they were still all thinking that this was a hiker, a hiker who had died really recently. Finally, Conrad Spindler of Innsbruck University was called in to examine the body on September 24th, and he said he was sure it was at least 4,000 years old. This led to some discussion about what nation should be responsible for this body because it was found so close to the border between Austria and Italy. This also led to some discussion about which nation should be responsible for this body because it was found so close to the border between Austria and Italy, and eventually it was decided it should remain at Innsbruck. In July and August of 1992, there was further archaeological research in the area where the body had been found, and more materials brought back from that. It was ultimately determined that this man, nicknamed Utzi, was about 5,300 years old. And we have learned so much about him and about the world from 5,000 years ago since this discovery. Utzi had 61 tattoos, which were made from rubbing charcoal into incisions that were made in his skin. He was probably around 45 when he died. He had some horizontal grooves, also known as bows lines, on the one recovered fingernail that they found, which suggests that he experienced some great physical stress at several points in his life. His last meal included dried goat meat that, for some reason, was widely reported as bacon. He had plaques in his arteries that suggest some cardiovascular disease, and his DNA contains the world's oldest evidence of Lyme disease. Probably, Utzi has relatives still living today. Researchers have gone back and forth over Utzi's cause of death as they've done more and more research on his remains. The earlier hypothesis is that he was murdered, but more recent research suggests that the wounds on his body that led to the conclusion that he was murdered probably would not have been fatal. He may have just frozen to death. You can learn more about Utzi in the January 4th, 2012 episode of Stuff You Missed in History class called Utzi, Everyone's Favorite Copper Age Man, along with almost every episode in the Unearthed series of episodes of Stuff You Missed in History class. You can subscribe to This Day in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a battle that was famous but not violent. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, 
Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater, and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. Welcome to This Day in History class where we flip through the book of history and bring you a new page every day. The day was September 19, 1957. The first fully contained underground detonation took place at a research center in Nevada. The test, which was part of a series of nuclear tests called Operation Plum Bob, did not produce any radioactive fallout. Operation Plum Bob stirred up controversy once much of it was declassified. Operation Plum Bob was a series of 23 nuclear detonations and six safety tests conducted by the U.S. military between May and October of 1957 at the Nevada test site. The test took place during the Cold War, at a time when the U.S. and the Soviet Union were engaged in a nuclear arms race. 
The two were spending a lot of time and money on developing bigger and better nuclear weapons, like the hydrogen bomb. The threat of nuclear war was always present. The Nevada test site was an important site for atmospheric and underground nuclear testing from the 1950s to the 1990s. Operation Plum Bob was one of many series of nuclear tests conducted during this time, but it was a particularly long and comprehensive series. It tested nuclear weapons for potential inclusion in the defense arsenal. Most of the shots in the series were conducted to test design principles for nuclear warheads that would be put on intercontinental and intermediate-range missiles. But Plum Bob also tested warheads to make advances in air defense and anti-submarine weapon systems. The safety tests were designed to make sure that there would be no nuclear reaction if its high-explosive components were accidentally detonated. In addition to this, the operation allowed the military to test the effect of nuclear blasts on structures and aircraft. And it allowed scientists to study the effects of radiation on living organisms. Pigs were subjected to experiments to test protective materials and the effects of flying debris. The Rainier test was conducted on September 19th at 4.59 p.m. local time in an underground tunnel. A modified W-25 warhead was used for the test. Its explosive yield was 1.7 kilotons. Because it was an underground test, it was not easily observable by outsiders and had less potential of causing a massive amount of fallout. Seismologists around the world could detect the test, which was conducted to evaluate containment and detection of underground nuclear tests. The success of Rainier incited efforts to understand the phenomenology of contained underground explosions. Those included tunneling into the radioactive zone, theoretical modeling, and lab measurements. More underground tests were conducted the next year, but in late 1958, the US, Britain, and the Soviet Union agreed to a three-year moratorium on nuclear testing. After that, almost all nuclear testing in Nevada was done underground. During the nuclear testing phase of Operation Plumbob, a lot of radiation was released into the air, since the other tests were not underground. Declassified documents revealed that the Plumbob tests released about 58,300 kilocuries of radioiodine into the atmosphere over four months. Civilians and troops who conducted exercises near detonations were exposed to relatively high levels of radiation. Nuclear fallout is a hazard to the environment and to biological life, and it can cause illness and death. In 1963, the U.S. and the Soviet Union, along with other countries, signed the Partial Test Ban Treaty, which banned nuclear weapons tests in the atmosphere, in outer space, and underwater. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at T-D-I-H-C podcast. We'll see you here in the same place tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful. 
because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.